All right, welcome into the first ever episode of There Will Be Banter. It is a clear, cheap ripoff spinoff of There Will Be Bourbon, and these three will probably berate me to change the title after this. But until then, that's what it is. Um, so my name, Eric. I'm going to bring in our esteemed panel of roundtable guests. We've got Ron, the retired CIA paramilitary spook. We have Nick the uh, world's most okayest podcast host. <laughs> and then we have Veronica, the gun-toting liberal who will balance out this shit show. Uh, we hope. Um, how's everybody doing? I'm feeling no very safe. I'm feeling very safe tonight. Thank you, you are in a safe space. I am. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not just from the, the feeling of security I have from what's growing on my upper lip right now. Oh, God. One day you will match the greatness that lives and breathes on top of Ron's upper lip. <laughs> and according to my screen on top of Nick as well. So it's all good. <laughs> you know, in, in, a, in about two to three weeks time, that thing on, on Ron's upper lip is going to become a butterfly and just fly away. So Yeah, or you might want to be careful with all these wildfires making their way towards you. That's flammable, man. You need to... Keep an eye on that. Thanks, California. Hey, yo, Veronica, how are you out there? Doing pretty, doing pretty okay. Um, okay. Yeah, not nothing, nothing to complain about. North Carolina's gorgeous, so. Mm. Give it but time. I mean, there's hurricanes on the way. Oh yeah, <laughs> Is it, there's like two coming, I think, or whatever, to the Gulf Coast. Uh, yeah, the I hear they're time. about to. They're, they're going to merge and become, you know, because why not? It's this, this is a this North Carolina here. respecting panel you've you've assembled here. I think all three of us have a connection to North Carolina. I've been there myself. Yeah. So well, sometimes the, the universe just aligns, Nick. All roads lead to Bragg. You know, <laughs> this is true <laughs> to the universe. <laughs> all roads lead to Bragg. Yeah, next, next time I'm wearing my free Pineland shirt, that's it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for those who are trying to figure out what the hell we're doing here, the idea is to, to offer some unique insight based on the experience of the three here assembled. I'm just here to herd cats. Uh, if I have something witty, which I probably won't, but if I do, I'll drop it in there and kind of maybe stir the pot a little bit. Um, but I want to kind of keep it to one thing that kind of happened in the previous week. And if anyone is out there paying attention, we probably understand at this point, there is an election coming up in a few months. And last week, the challenging party held their convention. Now, for those who don't know, and most of you don't, because based on the ratings, it doesn't seem like a lot of people watch this. Did any of you three watch this? Hell no. Okay, we got a hell no from the Trump 2020 guy. I, I watched Biden's speech and it was really yeah. bad. You thought it was bad? Uh, okay. Oh, I thought it was horrible. <laughs> are you are you guys kidding me? I'm disappointed in everybody here. I I watched as much as I could find online. It was a laugh a minute. I loved it. I loved every second of it. Yeah, but like, Nick, to be fair, you come on, you suffer from insomnia. You needed help getting asleep. That's why you watched it. It wasn't even that. It was just Listen, sometimes you just got to drift off to La La Land, and they took me right there, man. They took me to me. If I want to see La La Land, if I, if I want funny, I'll go, I'll go watch old reruns of SNL from the, the original good days. 
Well, I mean, honestly, yeah. So, I mean, long story short, yes, I watched it. I loved every second of it because <laughs> holy, holy God, I don't know if we're going to censor language here, but no, holy gosh, no. holy gosh. Oh, good, thank let God. it rip. Yeah, let it rip. I, you, you don't hey. know Veronica that well yet, but you will. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you're trying to get like advertising, you know, if you want like sponsorships and things like that. Which... Yeah. Cause that's worked out well for you at this point. So if you yeah. couldn't get them, I damn sure aren't getting them. I think everybody that listens to Eric's podcast uh, all went to public school. So they all speak all varieties of French. So fuck that's you, true. Nick. Come on. There it is. So it basically it was a fucking shit show. The DNC. There we go. I loved every second of it. Biden. And I, not to sound uh, fuck it, whatever. He sounded like like an old crazy person who was also like trying to give a speech with his jaw wired shut. Like, have you ever heard somebody like try to speak after they've had some sort of like oral surgery? Like, that's what it reminded me of. He slurred through half the thing. He lost his place. Like, obviously, he's reading from a teleprompter. It yeah. was just, it was bad. It was well, uninspiring. It was dark at one point. He like, <laughs> oh, I wrote yeah. on. I wrote a quote down because he's obviously talking about like losing people via like in COVID and like referencing right. losing his own son. And he goes, I understand how hard it is to have any hope right now. I know that deep black hole that opens up in the middle of your chest and feels like you're being sucked into it. And I was like, oh. <laughs> it's gotten really fucked up really quick. Like, yeah, there's, there's an inspiring leader. Real quick, just talking real quick, Brian, what you said, like it sounded like his, his jaw was wired shut. I don't know if you guys notice, he's got a crooked smile. Like one is one corner of his mouth is going up, one's going down. Sure, sure, tell sign of a stroke. So he he might be struggling, like actually speaking. I'm just throwing so that out. There. I, I wouldn't doubt it. And like I'm not trying to, like I'm obviously being facetious and kind of fucked up. And right, I'm if he has had a stroke, I'm you know sorry. Yeah. Um, but like the entire time, like I remember Biden's old speeches and like oh, the yeah. way that he used to carry himself publicly during the Obama administration. And this isn't that right. No. Like at least he could formulate sentences, but it sounds like he's almost slurring now. And like, mm. there's a bit of a, like, it sounds like a speech impediment and I don't understand like, well, like why he's the candidate. Like, I, I don't I get, he doesn't seem this, lucid. Yeah. I think I said this when I talked with you and if I didn't, excuse me, but I remember in 2012 when they were running for re-election in the Obama presidency and they had the VP debates against Paul Ryan and Joe Biden like destroyed Paul Ryan, like to the point where I felt bad for him, in my opinion, watching it because Biden was that sharp and that on his game at that night. Uh, so that's kind of where I think maybe you're drawing that from and to see where he's kind of gone and progressed, if that's the word for it to now. Yeah. And, and that kind of brings me to let's just, let's, let's back up in the week when Kamala Harris was named the VP, why was this not the actual choice? And why did they settle on Biden? And I, I want to get in here and I'm, I, I want to hear Ron's thoughts on this because I respect his opinion. But Kamala Harris is honestly, she's in practice, she's a terrible candidate. Like the direction that the Democratic Party is going, which is like super woke and super progressive. Like even though Kamala Harris has those she, she kind of lauds those policies. At the end of the day, she was throwing black men in prison yeah. for very like established personal, for personal use marijuana and bragged about it. So in this age of like police and prison reform, Kamala Harris is just a joke of, of a choice. And that's why she, that's honestly, that's why she isn't the candidate. 
I, so I kind of, so I disagree, right? Like, I don't think that the Democratic Party necessarily is moving towards like a more progressive um, like ideology. I think that they're trying to keep up with the younger generations that are starting to move away from the Democratic Party because they want more progressive policies put in place. So they're like playing this catch up game and it, Kamala Harris felt like they were pandering to the, like I didn't say the woke crowd, right? But like the crowd that wants pro like progressive policies and like more women and more Hispanics, more blacks, mm -hmm. you know, like that whole, that whole fucking ideology, right? Like that, that utopian future that everybody's trying to go towards or whatever. But I, I personally just find her completely uninspiring. Like, I don't get it. Like this, well, she's a black woman. Like that doesn't, that's, that's not a platform. Or like that's she, not the sole thing that speaks to me. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. His that's speech, fair. Like, his that's speech fair. like was like, she's a woman, a black woman and she gets immigrants. And I was like, what? Because she lived in because she because she lived in California. There's a lot of Mexicans there. Like I don't know what you're trying to say to me right now. Can confirm. But I don't know. She's Ron, from Jamaica. You... Come on, she knows the she knows yeah. the, the Skittles giraffe. I know. It's... <laughs> on TV, there's a commercial for Skittles, and there's a <laughs> yeah. there's a there's a Jamaican dude milking a giraffe, and it's I, it's like the I'm rainbow. Sorry, it's, yeah, yeah I got was, it. What is he doing? Asking. He's doing. Never mind. I don't want to know. Totally taste the rainbow right now. <laughs> you're tasting. I can totally TV. taste Willie. You're tasting Stop. TV static, is what you're really tasting. But, White claws yeah. aren't that great. That's true. They're, not <laughs> they're amazing, and you're wrong. They're but not amazing. The lemonade truly is better. Go, real quick, Veronica, what you had just said, like you don't lemonade, think no. if, if the party might be trying to pander to that kind of that movement, the young people, things like that. But like I was watching the stuff going on at the DNC that was not aired on Prime TV. The stuff that you had to stream to watch and it was a steady stream of these no-name PAC representatives that were having these roundtable discussions just like this and the topics of the day was the abolition of all police this is the dnc mind you this is this they had the official dnc border around it but abolition of all police abolition of the entire prison system the destruction of capitalism and the destruction that is the patriarchal control of the nuclear family. And I'm not saying, and I don't use the, the term nuclear we family as, the, yeah. as in yeah, the, the dad, mom, like, like it, the, the nuclear family is a two parent household, whether it's two, like two men, two women, two, you know, man and woman, but the abolition of, of that family unit, they don't want the family unit. I watched, it had to be a total of 24 or 25 hours of that that rhetoric that they didn't even want to show during prime time because that's a total turnoff to your average democratic voter that's that's ridiculous but that that was the conversation going on during the dnc and i so i struggle with like a lot of that stuff right because it feels like again right it's it's pandering and that's probably why it wasn't broadcast because that's going to speak to a very small group of people mm. Like I consider myself fairly liberal and progressive depending on the issues. Um, you know, I think it's issues based, but like that's, those are ridiculous things that are never going to happen. That's not, it's like, who's, what law are you going to put in place? Or like, what are, we can't even get the fucking education system, like to come together on what books we're going to fucking give our kids. Like we're yeah. going to destroy the family unit. <laughs> 
what does that even? I'm not mean? worried about that. I am worried about like actual abolition of the. And I'm not saying that we don't need police reform. Like I'm right. one to step up and say, all right, let's have a discussion here. But seriously, like abolition of all police in the prison system. Right, they they just want to release everybody in prison back onto the streets. It doesn't matter what they did. See, I don't, and again, if, like, if I don't. If they do that, I hope they up the ammo production because, my God, ammo's in short supply. <laughs> Ron finally Carolina. drops in with a dynamite. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Ron I... won't admit it, but he's actually pro this position because yeah, he's looking for it. is good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for the purge, you know, you know, part four, you know, I mean, come on, you know, I mean, this would be great. You're not even going to get to have fun and do it. You live in the middle of the black. No, nobody's going to go up there. Well, there's, we we got a few reprobates. There's a few meth labs I can go blow up. You know? All right, <laughs> blow up on their own. I've watched Yellowstone. <laughs> Me too. You're not wrong. No, it's, um, it's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when. It's a matter of when. Yeah, the cowboy yeah. chemists there's, aren't very good at this. <laughs> there's the South Dakota School of Mines. There's Black Hill State University, and there's there's a there's a there's a few of the Birkenstock crowd that run around, and you know, I mean, we had three people in Rapid City the other day doing the protest thing. I go, wow, that's it cool i can i'll just I'll, I'll just bring my swiss army knife to handle you guys you know it's like too easy <laughs> yeah. Good well, okay so I, I i bring it up it was a thing i started with but the, the the ratings aren't exactly a lie here if you go back and the new york times track the last four <clears throat> conventions and i'll be fair up front and say look i get it in 2008 and 12 it was president obama that is not exactly who's on the ticket today but you know the ratings are down 17 percent 50% overall off of traditional networks. Uh, it's the lowest rated in the last uh, 16 years, 12 years. So 12 I mean, years. Veronica, hit, Veronica hit the nail on the head. I mean, listen, you, you know, we could all go, we can all talk about Obama's legacy <clears throat> and our personal views on him. And despite the disaster that, that definitely two, maybe, maybe three on, on, you know, on this panel believe his policies and presidency and the lasting ramifications of it, taking all that out of consideration, just taking a look at Obama the candidate, Obama the man, he was charismatic, he was charming. Oh yeah. He, he, was, he was energetic, he was young, he was different, like honestly. It's the opposite it, of today. Exactly, everything, <laughs> seriously, everything that got Trump into office was like mm. Trump was the anti-candidate. Obama was the anti-candidate of the yeah. Democratic Party in 2008, 2012. He, he, he was, people were excited for him. Yeah. Then you got Biden, who is, he's, he's out there telling crazy stories like the drunk uncle at a birthday party. He's, he's off asking reporters if, you know, if they had to test for cocaine use before they got yeah, a chop. That was, true. That, like, was, that was pretty bad. Like the guy was like, you know, he's, he's the op, he's the anti obama He's a, he's a 47 year veteran. Let's use that a veteran of DC. And the guy has been running for president almost nonstop since this is his third time. He finally got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's, he's, like, he's like Bob Dole without, without, without the charisma or the record. Or the yeah. Hell. Yeah. So, I mean, so, so yeah, that, I mean, yeah, it, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to compare the ratings to 2008, 2012, when people were excited for 2016, when, when Hillary was there, I mean, you know, so he really, he really is a transitional candidate. Uh, 
uh, much like the way Bob Dole was and, and John McCain were transitional candidates, while the Republican Party was transmogrifying to what it's still working towards yeah. today, because there's still, you know, a lot of the, the Jeff Flake type of quote unquote Republicans. And I'm not going to do the brinky air. Oh, I damn it. I did it. You just air did quotes. it too late. Yeah, I know. I can't help myself. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of those guys that are the status quo, you know, go along, get along. And, you know, please, sir, may I have another as they get, as they get their asses spanked. So. So, and that's a good, it's a good transition because I mean, we could hammer on the DNC thing. There, there's some stuff that I wanted to kind of, well, actually, let, let me do this before we move into what's going on this week. So I did think it was kind of curious. And Nick, you said you watched way more than all of us did, but I did notice this part. Uh, what was meant, what was missing, what, there was no mention of, you know, the, the, the recent peace deal with the UAE and Israel. And there was no mention of the impeachment that the Democrats swore was going to finally bring down the Trump White House. Like, there's no mention of it. They, this was like the biggest thing that went on in their party when it was announced no mention of it whatsoever in the actual convention. No, the, the new, the new go-to with, with the democratic party is if it didn't pan out, it didn't happen. That, that's, that's, that's the new thing. The impeachment. Think, yeah, but, no I'm going to say, I'm going to say that's both sides. That's just politics. Tomorrow's Tuesday. So then that we're going to, we're going to reintroduce narrative six, which will be the Ukraine collusion thing. And then next week we'll reintroduce something about Trump getting golden showers in Moscow or something. We're going to constantly regurgitate the same six things. I mean, you know what, Ron? I want to go on record good. right now. And you guys, you guys have heard it here first. Oh geez. Okay. It's on record now. It's being recorded. It's on record. With everything that's going on in Belarus, I'm saying, within, I'm saying before November, there something is going to be connected. Trump, Belarus, GRU, something, something like that is going to happen. I'm, I'm calling it right now. Okay. Veronica, I think, what do you think about I think 99.9% of Americans wouldn't even know a Belarus if one jumped <laughs> exactly. up and bit them. <laughs> Isn't that where like Mirko Krokop, the UFC fighter, was? No, he was from Croatia. Never mind. Yeah, I was gonna say. All I know is Belarus. It's really cold in Minsk during the winter time. But hey, what do I know? I will never been anywhere, haven't done anything. Yeah, I was gonna say at some point you probably were never in Belarus, but you know what? what? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's transition. All right, because this is what we'll end up probably talking most about next week if we survive to do it another week. Oh God. I mean, hey, I'm, I'm dealing with fire. I can't even see the mountains anymore at this point. You know, Ron's <laughs> going to be overrun by the, the fucking the protesters the and the yeah, Black the... Hills. You're in North Carolina. <laughs> Two hurricanes oh, are in route. Yeah, Nick the is in somewhere in the middle of the country. I don't know. He's I'm, uh, Listen, I'm, again. He's drinking White Claw. Anything can happen. I feel very safe right now. Nick, 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 is the, Nick is the chairman and president emeritus of the Drew Carey I Love Cleveland fan club. I mean, come on now. Cleveland it. rocks. Yeah. Cleveland. Poor guy. He's a fucking Cleveland fan. Hey, so, all right. So, look, the, the, the Republican <laughs> National Convention kicks off this week, and there's two things today. I noticed. Yeah, today. Um, the, the most important one is not who's speaking today. I just want to note in your guys' opinion for those that can speak on it, I'm not going to, but do you guys actually feel that President Trump can do what he has in, well, all right, let me, let me phrase this properly. Really? Do you feel, do you feel he can actually appeal outside of the base? Because the base isn't enough to win. 
Veronica says no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Fuck no. A fuck no. Okay. It's a fuck no for me. It's a fuck no for me. <laughs> it's it's going to be a fuck yes for me. Really? really? Yeah. I'll tell you exactly why. It's the same it's the same song and dance as it was in 2016. It, you are literally shamed for 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 being a Trump supporter nowadays literally it's even worse now than it was in 2016 because now the assumption is you're just a racist you're just a bigot you're just a sexist you're just for cops killing black people you're just for all the terrible things that are going on in this in this country you're just assumed to be pro that so nobody actually wants to go out and say, besides Ron, who's wearing a hat. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, this is not. I'm just trying to stir the pot. Here. Ron, Ron is, Ron, you know, Veronica. Ron's Ron reached that point in life where he doesn't care anymore. dangerous people in America, honestly. True. He probably is. <laughs> I'm a lover, not fine. a fighter, dude. Come on. He'll be fine. But for the majority of people, they don't want to be associated with that. They, the, and the, I live in the, the south. The I live majority. in the south. My vibe is very different down here. So I get the Trump flags, and like people are still like, "You're not going to." It doesn't. Ex- it doesn't exist here. You have pockets. You have the. You have the yeah. super white, affluent, liberal pockets of Shaker Heights and, and Cleveland Heights here, right? And then on my drive to D.C. this past week, and I was going through Central PA, and then you had the Trump flags, but you have nothing in between. Like you're not just seeing like outside the the two kind of stereotypes that are having the Trump the Trump signs and the flags and the Biden the you know the Biden signs. Right. Did you actually see anything. some? What's that? Did you actually see a Biden sign? They're everywhere. I haven't seen any. They're, I haven't seen any out it's, here. It's, it's, it's Cleveland Heights and and Shaker Heights. It's 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 yeah yeah. I haven't it's, it's, to be fair, wow. I haven't seen any signs from anyone, and I'm in. I'm in Napa at the moment, but in the Bay Area period, I haven't seen any sign. The only thing I'm seeing is local stuff. I'm not seeing national at all. Nick, I'm, I'm taking you with me on my next Yeti expedition. So, man, I mean, if you're that lucky, <laughs> damn, we're, we're going to find the Yeti. Full of white claws. Hey, but yeah, I'd like to address that. I, I, th- I think, yes, he will. He, uh, he, his base is expanding, whether, whether we acknowledge it or not, because I don't believe any one of the polls. And... Um, I, I think we'll we'll see a lot of people because the Democrats keep looking. Oh, look, there's my big toe. Let me shoot it again. Oh, I'm not going to uh, criticize these riots and or these uh, these things. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to uh, ready fire aim on on judgment on what's going on because even this thing in in what is it Kenosha? Yeah, or, Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if you look at the angle of the video, you really can see. And you don't know the background. Have these cops have an encounter with this guy before? Because there's 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 photos of this of this young man who is not dead. Uh, he's at least at last report he's in critical condition. But you know he's posing with with weapons and you know gang signs and everything like that. And so and the way he was walking, the attitude, his body language, walking around the front of the vehicle, you know, opening the door and and getting in. I mean, he was not being I mean, stuff like that just, it upsets, it's, it upsets middle America. You know, and I say middle America, I'm not talking about geographic. I'm talking about all those people, all those blue collar workers in Pennsylvania, Nick, and, and Ohio and elsewhere that used to be the, the, the lifeblood of the Democratic Party. Yeah. And, and they're all going, what the fuck is going on in this country? And why are they bust? You know, okay, so I got it. The police reform. I'd like to call it, let's get better police training. 
and let's get better police selection of individuals and, and psychological screening because there's a lot of police guys, especially in local police forces, that, oh, I got a badge, I got, I got a gun, I now have a dick extension. I'm all that in a bag of chips. Right. So, you know, but it's, um, yeah, so I, I think Trump can do it. I mean, the convention, the way the agenda's laid out and been announced, it's a, it's a positive thing. It's a, it's a celebration of America, you know, law and order. I mean, he's hitting on the themes, law and order. I mean, the Democrats have given him a great agenda item of, of, yeah. You know, law and order. I mean, well, that's such a vague thing to say, though. Right. Yeah, but, but, it, but it resonates before, with people because everybody, everybody else goes, you know, I live, I live in the Black Hills of South Dakota. So my law and order is different than the stuff that you see in Vietnam and the different than Nick sees <laughs> in, 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 sorry. You know, I, I remember. It is. And I, you know, and, and, and Nick, you know, when he, when he goes to the Drew Curry fan club meetings, you know, I mean, so it's, Law and order, yes, it's vague, but it's okay because it means everybody goes, it's a, but it, all in all, it's a positive message because everybody wants, nobody likes violent change. Uh, well, I mean, at least not. Except of the, the history of, of how our nation was born. <laughs> Stop. That was, that was violent. That was, that was peaceful Veronica, protest. Veronica is sounding a little boogaloo right now. Hey, look, she's a gun-toting little I don't own any Hawaiian shirts. I'm about two steps behind. But... Oh, I'm wearing one next week. Don't worry. You but hold on. Be before Veronica jumps in. Next week. Before, Veronica, <laughs> before Veronica jumps in. So kind of touching on what Ron said, he, he's right. And I, don't, I still don't know how, like, I don't think anyone made a case for how he's going to reach outside of his base. I feel like everything you guys just laid out is appealing. He's going to be a calming influence. And that's, that's, what, that's what this country wants. But he hasn't been for the last four yeah. years. All, oh, he has to, well, all he has to do is remind, he has to remind us that, hey, when I took office, where was your 401k retirement? Where was it before, before the Chinese virus hit? And let's remember, Veronica, let's remember, right before all this crap happened, they had signed phase one of a trade deal with China yeah, and China was not really happy because Trump had got, had, had them over a barrel head and they were, they were, they were hurting. And then all of a sudden this impeachment bullshit happened and, and this, this COVID-19 and, you know, if we flatten the curve any, any more, it's going to be below death Valley. I mean, it's that fucking flat. It's that fucking low. I, I, I'm, I love you know, when now we, now we have to wait. The F-bombs. And, and now we have to wait. Going, for, now we have going to, into QAnon territory. No, 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 no. I mean, I don't believe in coincidences. Thirty-eight years in the community. I, I don't believe in coincidences. The, the they signed the fucking trade deal, and then all, of, and all of a sudden, this this virus magically appears, and. I don't know if it was created or whatever, but it certainly showed up and it wasn't like China released a public statement like, Oh shit, you know, we got to get together and let's, let's, let's work this out. It was like, gosh, Oh, a virus. Gee, we didn't know, you know, why is Italy suffering or is, is Europe suffering? You know, where all the Chinese guest workers are in Milan and shit like that. Yeah. Okay. Give me a, give me a break. I mean, because the Chinese economy was sucking swamp water up until then. And what they wanted to do, in my opinion, yeah, I know, Q on territory, is uh, they wanted to level the fucking playing field. You know, if, if we're going down, we're taking everybody down with us. And um, now they, then they start saber rattling against Taiwan. They've got a bunch of new amphibious warships out there cruising around going, oh, yeah, we can land troops anywhere we want. And it's the it's it's the same old I, I'm sorry I, out of China and and Ron's right he is 
And I just want I just want to say, Veronica, the QAnon crowd would absolutely hate Ron for his background. They think he oh, is yeah. the enemy. No, they don't. They legitimize the stuff and then they're like, this guy no. is the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> crazy shit. And then Here's the thing. Corroborating. China has always been China has always been the technological underdog in in terms of military, foreign policy, economic, you know, you know, uh, in terms of economic uh, realms and things like that. So they had to get scrappy. They had to get scrappy in every single thing that they did. And I'm not going to do. I think that China purposely released this virus. No, I don't think they released it. I think they just allowed it to blossom because it would just totally ruin their standing in the world. And they saw it as an opportunity. They are opportunistic. <clears throat> Korean War, in terms of how are they going to totally change the, ch- the tide of what's going on. Right before this, Ron's absolutely right. The trade agreement was totally renegotiated. Oh. Ron just yeah. left. He had enough of it. He's hey, done. We'll He's see, done. Ron. That's fine. We Go got ahead. a minute left anyway, so we don't need Anyways, need real quick. Ron's absolutely right. In terms of the current RNC, oh, yes, it's definitely, it's definitely a feeling of, of, of here's America. Here's all the things that are good. And the DNC, they, are literally cha- they literally changed the words to the national anthem because that somehow makes them feel better because this country is a shithole, according to them. So – in terms of what was what Ron was saying, yes, DNC was very much doom and gloom. It was very depressing to watch. It was like, holy fuck, if you were watching this, you'd think we were like fucking interning like fucking millions of Americans for their, you know, beliefs or whatever. I think that the tone of the RNC, they've already paraded out hostage rescue victims and, and you know, survivors of terrible things that, that, that you know, the current administration has authorized to save them. I think there's going to be a lot of flag waving. I think there's going to be a lot of rah, rah, America, rah. Um, I think it's just going to be a totally different feeling. Um, the, and it, maybe that is just because it's the incumbent party versus the challenging party. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but even the Democrats have never, have never had that sort of a positive patriotic tune. I remember when Obama accepted the nomination in, what was it, Denver? 2008. And he, yeah. and, and he went to that stage. The Acropolis. With, with with yeah, with with the faux pillars and everything like that, I'm mm-hmm. going. Oh Jesus! You know, Zeus has come down from Mount Olympus, hot diggity dog. Yeah, so I was like, is, it was so a good man. All right, hold on. So, okay. Let's. I I get it. We could we could. I know it. I already know it. We could talk until fucking midnight, but we're not. All right. We're so not. final word, Veronica. Go ahead for it, and then we'll wrap it up and we'll pick back up next week. But Veronica, go for so it. So with, without diving into absolutely everything, um, <laughs> one Q and on territory for sure. Uh, two. <laughs> Two, um, I, I do. I do think that China completely mishandled the virus. I don't think that there was like a global or a you know a, a conspiracy to like infect the world. I do think that it got out of hand, and I think it was mismanaged and negligent. I think that they should be held responsible. What forum or what format that takes is a whole other thing, right? I also don't believe that correlation equals causation. I've been in the intel community for the last eleven years, and I I've never. Um, sometimes shit doesn't always add up, even if we want it to, right? We know that. Um, and that's, and that's okay. I think we see what's happening with my, my, my concern with both sides of the party, right? Cause I consider myself an independent. I'm left leaning in ideology, but I don't I align with either party. Mm. They're both pandering. And that's what they're both saying a lot of 
really big overarching themes, but nobody's actually saying anything if you dig far enough. And that's what mm -hmm. bothers me about both Biden and Trump. Neither one of them are saying anything, you know, like that. Well, welcome to welcome to campaign 101. It's right. I, I, and that's, I've, and that's, I've seen this. I've seen this every year. It was politically aware since 68. I know that was that was when Eric was still going from left to right testicle, but that's okay. <laughs> I wasn't even a thought. Yeah, I wasn't like I didn't come for a while it's after 68, 68 Ron. Right. Sorry. But this, like, this like, aligning, but like this aligning the base and like pulling in new I don't I don't think that Trump is doing that, but I also don't think that Biden is doing that. And yeah. as somebody who, you know, has to decide who to vote for in November, without any sort of party alignment, I don't feel good about voting for anybody. Joe and Stein, I think that's, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Harambe, I think a lot. I think right? there's going to be a Coney, lot of people vote, voting for her. Tony 2020. Yeah. Well, that's where we're going to leave it. And uh, before I get out of here, I, I, I wasn't going to do it, but I am because we already know someone's thinking the election is going to be stolen. So I drank larceny barrel proof in honor of that. But anyway, uh, <laughs> if you don't know who to vote for in November... Movie. Write in Ron Moeller, and we'll see you next week on There Will Be Banter. <laughs>